everybody. It's good old JR Jim Ross, a member of multiple halls of fame and the voice of AEW Wrestling. And you're listening to Bad Medicine Podcast, and you're going to like it. Ladies and gentlemen, we are once again coming to you live from the 13th floor of Nakatomi Plaza, broadcasting from the Whalen Corporation studios overlooking the crystal clear waters of Lake Winnebago. This is the Bad Medicine Podcast. My name is Mason Quinn. To my far left is a man who allegedly did, in fact, use his meat grinder. My tag team partner, a guy who never found a pig he couldn't talk to, Diamond Dave Damone. I gotta tell you about that later. What? Oh. To oh. my right, the master of stats and apparently the master of the Xbox or PlayStation, whatever it is. Gaming. He is the answer, Andrew. And to my left, a man who who once put treaded cheese on Tostitos treaded. and called it a gourmet meal, the Appleton yeah, Oak right. Dave Bay. Well, it's a gourmet cheese. And the uh. announcer of all that fun jazz, Mason Quinn. I, the man I, with I the 54-inch chest. I lead with the that. Minnesota the Minnesota lawnmower. <laughs> Minnesota <laughs> lawnmower. <laughs> indie, indie scene kind of thing. <laughs> but just, just let's clear up the whole pig talk real quick. Oh, this is great. Well, let's hear this. So this is not politically correct for any of you people who are oh, that God. sensitive so if you are you should probably turn it off turn it off this oh that's a great thing to tell them this is your <laughs> warning right now fast forward a minute boom a so back when things weren't as sensitive as they are now diamond dave people could go out and cut a promo jump. and probably insult a few fair amount of people so to what quinn's saying oak oh, is wrestling promos wrestling Man, promos those, they don't count I mean, as far as they like the rules. Right, they you shouldn't. Know, and no. granted, this, this was in a crowd of a um, tune of, what, 400 oh, people? At least 4,000. 4,000 people. <laughs> the whole town was so good. So I would food. point, I would find a woman in the crowd. Oh, boy. A real loud, obnoxious one. A loud, obnoxious one. Here we go. I would catch them talking some smack, and it was pretty dirty. So I would go out. I'd put the microphone in their mouth, and I'd say, what did you say? Hmm. They what would, did you say, sweetheart? What'd you say, sweetheart? I couldn't hear you. So I put the microphone in their face. I let them get one or two words in. I'd pull back and be like, I'm sorry. I don't speak pig. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. And the, whoa, the, when, hey. when it registered with the crowd, <laughs> oh, that's, uh, that's a lot of, lot of knee slapping. Oh, I didn't expect that. this so, one to go that far sideways. So, so that, that promo is like this height, but that's still not as, as high as uh, the Quinn's toothbrush. That's <laughs> uh, that's an Angel Armani classic. Again, I want to preference. Tell people they needed. Wrestling promo. No, we didn't mean it. No, no the, uh, the the classic uh, line of every town you're in, wherever you're wrestling. <laughs> insert city here. Yeah, just insert city here. You go, oh, here we are in Chilton, Wisconsin. Oh, you know, they invented the toothbrush here in Chilton, Wisconsin. If they would have invented it anywhere else, it would have been called a teeth brush. <laughs> The joke, of course, being they. Uh, you know, I don't think you know how to use you explain. It's just we a just, terrible joke. No, we just so. thought it'd get so over, especially like WWE, like awesome people would be carrying teeth. <laughs> teeth <laughs> you got me saying it. Toothbrush to the crowd. He'd be like doing the hey, yo, doing the, you know, asking the crowd if, who they're yeah. here for. And he just goes like, hey, do you know? <laughs> just no. nuts. Hey, next week, again, we'll have a non PC segment so the oak can hear the script i wrote 
for Quinn and I to do a the burial, the of, burial of, of the answer. John the Answer Andrews. We'll read that next week because oh, Dave, I thought, dude, I thought oh, when you were dude. rolling into it, you're like, we're gonna have some non PC. The oak. I'm like, did I promise to tell a story here? <laughs> no, no, I've no. got a lot of them that aren't so Break a lot of aren't so PC. No, no, we'll bring that good. in next week. I think they, you'll they enjoy that one. Very good. I look uh, good times. Uh, and I got to get this in quick, otherwise I won't. Big shout out to Lewis Hamilton, seven time world champion of the Formula One. Took it today and won a hell of a race in the wet. Big shout out to Lewis. There goes all our, there goes all our subscribers. That's all like clicking. That's his second biggest sport. In what is, Europe, what does in the wet mean? It was raining. It was raining hard. Yeah. Why couldn't he just say? Why you I just say in the rain? <laughs> that guy was out racing, and it was it was raining because you start watching it. Quinn had to start, start picking you, up on it. He won it in the wet. <laughs> the it's like Dauber calling out, "Ah, oh, he doesn't deserve the strap." <laughs> see the same yeah. thing? Push, yeah. bury, shoot. Yeah. Uh, you see, you start picking up on the terminology. Well, there you go. Well, hey, Buster, didn't you uh, make a nice purchase this past weekend? Oh, or this weekend. You're talking about this? Uh, uh, that's no NES so Classic. Son of a bitch. So, how did you get one of those? So, I, you know, I tried pre-ordering it, but just everywhere was down and out. And uh, Walmart actually would have this thing that say you go to their page and they're like, oh, we're out right now, but we're restocking at 2 o'clock. So then there would be a mad rush at 2 o'clock for people to try and get it. So I'm at work, click on it. It's thinking. It's thinking. it's thinking. Sorry, page is unavailable. Go back again. Put it. Try to put it in your cart. Thinking. Thinking. Sorry. Exp- error. You just basically hit refresh a million times. Oh yeah. You have to it's use tr- your phone. It's like a baby's toy. <laughs> yeah. So then, so then they said, "Sorry, we're out. Try again at five. I'm thinking I'll be at home. Wi-Fi. I got a shot. By now, same thing. As I'm sitting there, also notification in the corner. Amazon had it. Well, I'm thinking the same thing. Sorry. Go, boop, boop, boop. And the cart got it. Come to find out people at where I work at the old salt mines, they would get like in five numbers of their credit card and then the website would kick them off the page so they wouldn't be able to buy it. Oh, see, PayPal would probably be faster. Damn. Well, because on Amazon, it has your card. Yeah, you're already there. You just click buy and, and you're done. Boom, boom, boom. It's three clicks instead of sitting there like... Oh, let me get my card What's out. my card number? Uh, make sure these jerks aren't listening to me. So they said it was coming Saturday, and it was coming via USPS. And in my neighborhood, <laughs> you can hear it coming down the street. Fuck on me! So every car that went by on Saturday, I'm like... <laughs> looking out the window, is it that? Is, is it here? He's like a dog. It's here. Looking it's like here. one of those dogs. So then finally I see, see she comes out, she just puts the mail in the slot, and then she's like looking down, I'm like, she yes. fucking forgot it. She forgot it. Also, Dude, she you gets open out. up the door and see, aren't you forgetting something? <laughs> I'm like, peering out. I have like the curtains like this. I'm like, nothing creepy at all. Just, you know, no. peering out. Not, yeah. not from you. No, no, never. Also, she gets out in the back, pulls out this big box, and I'm just like, oh. Then I just open the door and I meet her like at the sidewalk. I'm like, is there if I grab it from you? Because you never know right now. Yeah. She Man. hands it to me. Terrified. Oh, it was all oh, quiet. You, it was great. <laughs> So I get it, I open the box, I open it up, oh, I set it's it up. It's not damaged, it's not, not broken. Not damaged, nothing. And I had two more packages coming, didn't care about them. She did a swoop around and like, oh, I forgot something. It gives me my extra controller. Oh, you got the extra controller right away. And I was like, I thought I had one more thing, whatever. She goes back again, sees me looking outside, and she's like, 
<laughs> Why didn't she? <laughs> She's like, Amazon is not helping us with anything. So I got it in. Oh, and, I see. Dude, like, first you set it up, you know, you go through everything, and then I had to transfer all the games over from PlayStation 4 to 5. An estimated eight hours. Oh, hold on, hold on a second. <laughs> Do you have any actual PlayStation 4 games on disc? Yeah, all of my games are on disc. And like, so can you play like, a PlayStation Four game on yes, a disc backwards. on the five? Yes, yes sir. Yes, you can. No, I was gonna. I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna try to get him to hand over all his <laughs> PS Four games to the peasant over <laughs> see, here. You don't you, need these as anymore. As you can see, the the one on the left that's the disc version because you can get a digital edition where it's just you download the games. Oh, whoa, but whoa. I, but I like the disc version because obviously then you can resell the games and everything like that, and then obviously the PlayStation Four games. Can I play Metal Gear Solid and Medieval on your PlayStation 5? No. Rubbish. Does it really come out at four ninety nine? That's not yeah, a sir. I yeah. thought it was there was rumors that it was gonna be like eight hundred dollars when they were first. Uh, that's that that's always rumor. that's always rumor and innuendo. What about right the beginning? What about assholes? Well, yeah. I think the prices of phones have made people look at like ah oh, four ninety nine for a game system. Pff, whatever, oh, yeah. no big deal. Well, like you look at it, PlayStation Two came out at three hundred, and that was yeah. unheard of at the time. Yeah, you know, and like even a Dreamcast the or whatever was at two hundred. It's a hundred. Yeah, you look at the, I mean, if you look at inflation. <laughs> 1985. <laughs> I mean, it's probably 35 years later. Yeah. Probably, you know, comparable. That was, that was a lot of money. So, yeah. Real but quick, I, I will say the graphics in that Spider-Man game, awesome. Yeah. Like it's it's just unreal to look at. Now do you have to upgrade to an 8K TV? Yes. It it is capable of being able to do that. But what no. are you gonna do with the old TV? Oh, Quinn is always looking for that free hand. Oh, might as well, well get rid of, that. Might as well well get rid of the TV that you got on the wall. I mean, well, right. you can't have the top of the line PlayStation with that old Played thing on, on the wall. That beater TV. So outdated technology. Oh, it is not. It is an amazing television. What do you mean? This is state of the art. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> little tangle and cash reference. Dave will drop that in in the comments section. Maybe. I tried. Uh, have you played in. it yet? Oh yeah, I played it all yesterday. What, 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 and last yeah. Night. Yeah. what games did you get? I just grabbed Spider-Man Miles Morales Edition right now. It's awesome. Yeah. Do you play? Uh, I, so I I'm going to get and probably get NBA 2K, and then Madden will be out on the December 4th. I'm a Call of Duty guy. I'm terrible first at first-person first shooters. shooters. I'm not good terrible. at it. I just play the story mode, then go into the the, the, the you know the. The, the group online play and get murdered we by 12 year olds. We should get a olds. Twitch account and have Diamond Dave play a stealth game like Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> oh boy. Light those kids up. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not talking that. Just some missions. There's something just inherently weird about when you go into the online play and you there's just like legitimate like kids telling you that you're going to bang your mom and talking shit and stuff like that. It's crazy. It's very I rude. <laughs> I tell them to rude. give me their fruit snacks. Yeah. Give me your fruit snacks, pal, while your mom goes and well, puts I, her panties back on. <laughs> well, I expect next, next week, answer, I expect a full report from you on what the online community is like with the PS5. Probably. Dude, that costs quite a bit of money now. It's not yeah. like it was back in the day where it was like 50 bucks to just to be yeah, online. Yeah, the first community. time was uh, Xbox Live was 50 for a year. Now it's uh, 60, I think, and that's the deal that they're doing. Dollars? Yeah, sixty dollars for three, for for I believe like three months. Three what? months, twenty bucks a month. Yeah, pass. Yeah, pass. expensive now. I just got my Nest Classic hacked, and I have everything. I'm just in heaven. Just give me Excite Bike, uh, Mike Tyson's Punch Out, and Mario uh, Three. Well, the thing is God, with the. <laughs> Showtime, man. I was what? I was watching I was the waiting. Comedy Store documentaries. I was just waiting good. for something bad did to we, pop. Did we just have another 
dicks show up no, on this no, movie. No, 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 Andrew's browser history is a colorful... That's you. Andrew's browser history is a colorful, colorful Oh, really, place. Mr. Hey, search Henry Cavill, like, shirtless with a chest rug. <laughs> he's got... He's got... <laughs> See? You got nothing. You got nothing. If somebody too. got your pants in here... Look, listen. Let's... Let's... Let's stop bullshit here. If somebody got a hold of your phone and the worst thing they saw in your browser history is Henry Cavill shirtless, you'd be doing okay. So don't come at me sideways because I've got shit way weirder than Henry Cavill shirtless in my browser history, and we all do. We're and talking so about the you, Chromebook's me, browser history. So We're not talking personal. That's just, it's just, even worse. It's a company, it's it's a company right. computer. It's even here. worse. Everybody knows. This is everybody knows. Okay, you got to have two laptops. Okay, this is this is known. You well, have two laptops. Hey, if you're old school, man. You got to have an iPad or some kind of tablet and <laughs> a laptop. You have to have iPads one device. They don't. You have to have one device that you just you you make a strict rule no. that you don't watch any porn on. Right? The iCloud. Happens, you got to have right? a device. That's usually the desktop in the. You got to have a, a, either a laptop <laughs> or a desktop or some device where no matter what. No porn on this particular device. And then you have to have a device that you're willing to part with or just throw right in the garbage can, which I know you're not supposed to do with laptops. If for some reason it goes we down and you can't it. get it back up. But everybody everybody knows this Marianne's is common knowledge. Trench. You have a regular computer that you just you don't look up any porn on it ever. And one if that you want that to break in person, three months. We're not judging. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, I need you to wipe the virus. Anyhow. You'll get it back in a year. Speaking of all that, uh, one thing I'm not afraid to have in my browser history is looking up ESPN to find out who won all the games for Sunday's big day in the NFL. Yeah, the old start by saying the Green Bay Packers pulled out a win today. And Barely. to be honest with you, I'm not really shocked. As we talked on last week's podcast, and as I had joked all throughout the course of the week, I said I wouldn't be surprised if the Packers dropped this game to the Jaguars because of the fact that you either underestimate them so much or it's just hard to get motivated to play the JV squad. It really, True. really is. You go through the week's practice. Coach tries to fire you up. You're going through the motions. we got a big game this weekend, and we're playing the JV squad. Like, you know, on, it's coach. like it's hard to get fired up for that. And So when you go out, yeah, you want to get the win in. Yeah, you want it to bolster your record. But against the, what, 1-7 Jaguars team? Not 1-8. Well, well, that's yeah. hard to get pumped up for. So – I don't think that the 24-20 victory over a team as bad as the Jaguars. Now, granted, two of those touchdowns were special teams, so the defense only gave up one touchdown. Um, uh, they gave up 13 points, yeah, of their 20. Special the teams or defense? Defense, oh, because thought, it was yeah. a punt return, and then the interception and fumble gave them short oh, fields. Yeah, that, that's man. what it was. It was. It's not. It's not like they went the length of the yeah, field to get that yeah, touchdown. Yeah, I'm sorry. Excuse, excuse my mess up. That's why we have excuse his research here. Yeah, but in, just any, in, get any, it right in any regard, I'm not that surprised <laughs> that it wasn't just this giant blowout and uh, favored by it was, fourteen. It was a win, and you know, some people, you know, of course, <laughs> I, I love listening to the radio show, the Packers radio. 
radio afterwards. Oh, the Bill Michaels show. The guys who call in sometimes just say the craziest shit. And it was good to hear one guy call in and be like, look, it was against a crappy team. It's hard to get motivated. We'll take the win. And then you had other guys call it in like, this is unacceptable. <laughs> this is unacceptable to play a one in seven no. team and only to come out with four points. This should have been a 35 to seven game. And the Packers should be ashamed of the way they played today. And it's what like, the fuck is wrong with that guy? <laughs> it's like, but have you ever played against the JV squad? Because it's hard to get motivated. No, and you could tell just by, and I was, I was watching a game with my dad and we were watching and I was like, are these guys even trying? You could just tell their body language, the way they were moving around, uh, the facial expressions you could see sometimes with the cameras. They were not up for this game at it's all. Hard they to did get, not it's want hard to, to get motivated. But hey, that at stuff. least the ref had a pancake block on the day. You see that on the Valdez-Scantling touchdown? Imagine if Imagine if, I ran over. <laughs> imagine if you were a runner and Dale, your coach came up to you and said, a week from today, I'm going to need you to go out and run a 15 minute mile. And you were like, <laughs> what? A 15 minute. And yeah, yeah I can, yeah. I could probably do that. Like doing 12 coach. You, 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 I mean, uh, do I have to practice this? Well, you got to pull a 15 minute. You'd be like, eh, you might kind of yeah. go through the motions and practice when it came around. If you, all you had to do was run a 15 minute mile, you know, you, you probably would kind of, you know, whatever. You're not going to, you're not going to break your own record. You're like not going to PR. It'd be like you being in a fitness competition with me. That's what it'd be like. You're, it's like you. If I was getting ready for a bodybuilding competition and, and I you knew, knew I was that your, you were my only competition. My biggest competition. That's a great analogy. Mm-hmm. See? No, I. He, yeah, you trying to Are come you saying the answer is the Jacksonville Jaguars of the fitness industry? <laughs> <laughs> well, of the dais, yes. No, no, given, they didn't want given to be proper tools in preparation time. I'm confident the answer could be a, 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 a quite the adversary. Hey, Mark Wahlberg put on 40 pounds in seven weeks for pain and gain. It's <laughs> not that hard. Put on 30 pounds of muscle <laughs> in a summer if you hit the weights real hard. We're not doctors, guys. The NC, uh, NC2A has got people for that. I was just tired of being a special team or coach. <laughs> you know, back to your point, though, Quinn. I saw Twitter kind of lit up today with uh, Preston Smith. I believe it's, yeah, because the Smith brothers, Preston Smith. uh, I saw so many comments be like, well, way to pump up your uh, your players today, coach. Preston Smith doesn't even look like he wants to be out there, you know. So it, it, I don't think any of the guys wanted to be out there. I was ready except to Rogers. I was well, and even Rogers, like, yeah, he was like, you know, having some a little bit of fun and excitement there. But for like that uh, <laughs> half the second quarter and then the third quarter, he was just like going through the motions. They had a couple of three and outs, and I'm like. Are you even trying? And w- what happened today, uh, Andrew? Third and one. What play do they do? Seven Three yard, yard deep, deep handoff up the gut that hasn't worked <laughs> all game. Aaron Jones couldn't run up the middle today if his life depended on it. And that was how they were going to try to end the game. It was that that two minute time. You're trying to eat up the clock, trying to end the game. You got to get a first down. Third and one. What do you do? Hand it off to Aaron Jones up the gut. Wait. So are you saying they pulled a Mike McCarthy? I'm saying they pulled a low football IQ maneuver. I think they should just be like Denzel and remember the Titans would only have four plays and just have everything pass a run option and be done with it. Might as well. I mean, you don't, I mean, if you're a really good team, you really don't need to have more than four plays. Well, again, the Packers. Yeah. Pulled it out because it seemed like the offense of the Jaguars, which obviously they're one and eight, so yeah. it's not anything spectacular. And after but, a while, it's a talent thing. You right, know. exactly. 
Cream rises to the top. The cream. Yes. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Cream rises to the cream. The cream rises. Speaking of a bounce back, was uh, Tampa Bay after getting slaughtered? I've never seen Tom Brady get beat so bad last week by the Saints, and then this week they put up forty six. Yeah, he he doesn't respond uh, kindly to uh, being served his lunch. Let's say <laughs> Tom Brady just he's, he's a sore loser in all the right ways. Tom Brady and and look, people who are ultra competitive hate losing at anything. Like you know, I, I don't like losing at Madden. I don't like. I just don't Nothing. like losing at anything. If I pick a team who I want to win a game, I don't like mm-hmm. it if they lose. I mean, there's certain people who are just ultra competitive by nature. You grow up playing sports and doing competitive things, and you get. So I time and Dave went through a couple PlayStation Three controllers. Uh, exactly. Idiot. Another day, <laughs> and it's but it, but when it's what you're passionate about and you lose that that's another that's just a whole other story. And obviously, years. you know, obviously you could make the argument, well, oh, where was the passion when he was down halftime and getting smoked? Mm-hmm. Uh, come back second half with that, not against the team a week later. Um, but sometimes when you get in the funk in the middle of a game, it's hard to come back. It's hard to regroup. Now, granted, um, the Panthers are are not. The Saints, you know, they're three and seven right now. They're a solid um, team, though. Their record doesn't show up, but they got talent, young talent. Yeah, I mean, they've yeah. got a good team, so it's not. This isn't like a, they start off with two wins, then or two losses, then three wins in a row, and now this is their fifth consecutive. Yeah, place. and it's. I mean, it's not like they're the Jets or anything. You know, <laughs> I mean, nobody's the Jets. Yeah, yeah, nobody's. You know, nobody's as bad as the Jets. Who is? Who has Carolina played so far? So uh, the Raiders, Tampa. Chargers, Arizona, Atlanta, Chicago, New Orleans. It's not like they've Atlanta. had an easy schedule. No, no. Well, and that's Played been the Kansas thing. City, Kansas City last week. Yeah, so. but that's been yeah, the thing with the NFL to beating year. them last week. You know, you get one team, you think they're world beaters, and then like in a couple of weeks, they'll go out and lay an egg and just get smoked. And it seemed like it's happened any, like that for everybody outside of, outside of Pittsburgh. Well, let's be fair, though, to that point. This year has been incredibly just different than the last couple of years because well, defenses are normally – I think we're starting to see it now where the defenses start starting to play catch They're up. They're starting to catch up. Yeah. Well, but last no year. preseason, then you have no crowd. Like right now, the road teams have a winning record, which is usually unheard of in exactly. the NFL. Exactly. Yeah. It's very because, weird. I mean, how many games where Rodgers is getting guys to jump off sides and we're the away team? It's like that usually never happens because they're on the ready, go! And it's usually just on yep. Lindsley, you know, snapping mm-hmm. or even a few weeks ago when he's like, hard count. And someone jumped and uh, <laughs> how embarrassing <laughs> you get caught on that. <laughs> so that yeah, is telling you, it's just, yeah. <laughs> well, on the red zone today, uh, I can't remember what game it was. I think it was Philly where Carson Wentz and I believe it was Carson Wentz. He was yelling out, Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan. He said it like three times for their, their pre-snap. And then the dude, uh, Andrew Ciliano, yeah. he's like, well, apparently they uh, think Hulk Hogan's watching. Yeah. I still like the yeah. New York Bozo when Chris Christie was Bozo. at the Packer yeah. game. And yeah. New, York Bozo. New York Bozo. New York Bozo. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, Peyton Manning with the Omaha Steaks wow. endorsement. Omaha. Is that yep. what that was about? 
all those years? No. If you oh, don't listen to these two, absolutely. <laughs> Omaha. I know he's even had. They even interviewed him about that. Way. Yeah, he the, always he, yelled Omaha. There is a cadence behind that. It's on YouTube. Uh, there's like a five minute clip of him explaining. Well, Omaha usually, and usually and anything with O is opposite. Right. He has a speech impediment. Mm. Omaha, Omaha. But he was the master Omaha. of doing decoys, though. So he's Omaha, when people started kind of catching on, he would go then the next week and flip it into something else, and the team would have to learn yeah. what that meant. Oh, he'd so, switch up what Omaha so, meant. So, you sneaky <laughs> son of a bitch. So another fun fact about how well of a student he was, Ed Reed knew that. So he played a coverage wrong for seven weeks in a row. So Manning would think that's the coverage he was playing. So he could pick him off in the game. That's, that's, called, that's great. That's having high some football of these, look, some IQ. Of these, yeah, <laughs> some, of this, some of these football players are incredibly intelligent. I would also like to highlight that the Pittsburgh Steelers remain undefeated, mm-hmm. winning uh, thirty-six to ten over the Bengals. Pittsburgh extending their best start ever in team history. Uh, they're looking pretty legit this year. Yeah, that's looking like one of those teams where you think you're pretty good and then you go play them and it's like running into a buzzsaw. And the good I mean, news is, the, is they're healthy enough. Yeah, the healthiest team usually, you know, probably on top. And I mean, they didn't lose last week to the Cowboys, but I think that was a good thing for them to have that scare against mm-hmm. a crappy team and a third string quarterback. <laughs> and a they're like, oh, oh, IQ coach. This could happen anytime, so we better just shut their shit in next week well let's their defense guy we've been saying this for the last couple of weeks they got the pieces for offense that ben needs the defense is just studly i mean yeah they gave up to some studly to dallas studly. right but they played good old rookie joe burrow here which was a good test for our friend of the podcast joe joey b but god i i don't see t-shirts more than two losses for the steelers for the rest of the year weights shaping up I mean, that's just what, like the packers 14 and 2 like oh, I called what, it. What are you thinking? A rematch then of Super uh, Bowl Forty Five? It's going to be a rematch. And well, who does who does Pittsburgh have? Let's take a look at who Pittsburgh has Bring coming up the, up the rest of the year. Okay, so next week, Baltimore. Next One week more. they have um, they have Jacksonville. That's a win. Win. They have Baltimore. That's uh, a tough be game. Win. But then they have the Washington Football Team. Win. Buffalo Bills. That'll be uh, a, that'll game. a loss. I, but that's then one Cincinnati, Indiana, and Cleveland. So Quinn, they could drop. Indiana. They Who could drop. Indiana, or excuse me, Indianapolis. He's was, a casual I was, fan. I was, no, I was Hoosiers. watching. I was with Dauber last night watching the the Colts Badgers and the in the and uh, the Wolverines and the Indiana. Yeah, highlights. they're, they're talking about Indiana's Indiana. in the top ten yeah. for first, football oh, for the oh, first oh, time oh, since 1967. What? And how about the, those Badgers? The Hoosiers. By the way? Yeah, we'll, taking we'll, it to Harbaugh. We'll get to that. But yeah, I mean the. The, the Steelers, unless something goes sideways. Well, they had a scare with Big Ben this week with uh, with COVID, but he yeah. managed to be Roethlisberger. He, he ain't going to get COVID. My Even team. if he – Roethlisberger will play with COVID. <laughs> Trust me, he will. He's out there with a Bane mask. <laughs> my two losses prediction will be against the Bills and the Colts for Ooh, Pittsburgh. Phillip but it could very well go 14-2. And, and there's, there, the there's no reason says. why the Steelers can't pull off a 16 and 0 season here done let's hope for it if they keep it together yeah. and the I Steelers the are like they're like so the, the the way my cheering goes is a uh, Packers first whatever team Tom Brady is on second so <laughs> clearly that becomes t- who's ever playing the Bears <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> them and then the Pittsburgh Steelers so that's 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 how I go down the line Packers 
Tom Brady, Pittsburgh Steelers. So, oh, Dauber is going to be upset. Vikings are, look, no, and I told Dauber, I told Dauber. I said, yeah, way to piss him off, just, too, I just saw. Just moral support. <laughs> just just moral support. If the Vikings the ever Vikings make it to the playoffs, <laughs> it doesn't matter who they're playing, I will root for the Vikings just so you have a buddy to root with. Now, that's... <laughs> well, see, I thought we were going to get Paul Allen do the uh, the intro for the Bad Medicine oh. podcast, so instead of Dalvin Cook, he could say, and the best in the business, the Bad Medicine podcast. We met Paul Allen at uh, yeah. the bar on College Avenue. Got uh, Dauber got a picture with him. Yeah, he gets, super, he gets excited. Super nice guy. Dauber loves Paul Allen. So why do you throw that? When the Vikings were in town, <laughs> um, apparently Paul Take Allen had said something about how he goes to the bar, and Dauber and I were like, uh, Dauber's like, eh, Paul Allen might be at the bar. You know, and Dauber's a diehard Vikings fan. His dad Larry was a Vikings fan too. Um, and Larry loved Paul Allen, so we uh, so we went to the bar and. College Avenue, and sure as shit, Paul Allen was there. You know, Dobbers a little like, yeah, you know, yeah, I've been through right like now. my work in the fitness industry. It's like sometimes you just got to walk up to people, like, hey, can I get a picture? And they'll be like, yeah, all right, cool. Voice cracks yeah. a little bit. Sometimes, and I will say, sometimes, <laughs> hey. sometimes people really appreciate that. And Paul Allen is a person who, obviously, in Minnesota, people are going to know who the guy is, but when he's hanging out mm-hmm. at the bar, on Ave in Appleton, Wisconsin, unless you have hardcore Vikings fans there, which obviously, you know, there's when we had home games, uh, Vikings fans were coming to Wisconsin in droves. So I'm sure he was used to, you know, having people ask him. But as long as you're polite about it and stuff like that, you know, and say, hey, can we get a picture? I'm a fan, mm-hmm. you know, and he was super cool, jibber jabbered with Dauber for a little while about Vikings football, but he was a cool guy. So he gets he gets my respect, you know. But it, we, we were cool about it, you know, like, hey man, you got a moment. Can we, you know, it didn't he didn't have his beer halfway up. Can we get a picture? <laughs> hey <laughs> I want a picture. <laughs> I've seen I've God, I've I've seen you know with with my travels and stuff, I've seen people be pretty rude about their requests for photographs. Maybe like Bob Euchre and have a stalker. Yeah, Jason Statham tell a guy off at the bar at the uh, the Hilton at the Arnold Classic one year, and he was really nice. Like five times, this guy kept coming over. Jason was at a table with Randy Couture and some other people, just kind of drinking and whatever. And Statham. I don't know if he just likes to party the Arnold Classic weekend, but dude was going hard all, all weekend. Spending that transport. And this guy man. kept coming over trying to give him shots. And he was like, no, mate, I'm good. You know, this guy came back over. No, thank, thank you, but I'm good. Like, it's weird to take shots from random Stranger. people you don't know. Because you never you never know. And I'm sure as a celebrity, it's pr- probably like, eh, probably a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. not a good you know? idea. Um, but the guy came over like a fifth time. He's like, fuck me, man. He's like, I've told you no. Like, I don't want your shots. Like, I'm with my friends. You know, piss off, you know? And the guy was like, oi. He goes, uh, 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 you got to be a dick about it. Uh, yeah. So like, fuck, man, he told you four times, like, to back off. You know, and we're I'll, all, I'll never we're forget all that laughing. night. I tell like, you. Like, that's the guy. Like, oh, man. Like, I get he's uh, – um, yeah, there's one thing that people like, and I don't know what his martial arts background is in real life, right? What's but, convincing I mean, on film? Right, but here's the thing. You can, when you train for movies, like the guy's obviously trained. Now, he might very well be a legitimate fighter. I, I, I honestly don't know. But when you've trained as much as he has for movies, you're going to know some shit regardless. You're not just going to forget. Yeah, <laughs> if it's just training, it's still like that's how a fight plays out. And the dude's drunk and trying to bring him shots. But I digress. Um, Paul <laughs> Allen. A little Paul off Allen, the rails, but Paul Allen. Off the rails is what I do best when I have a, a, a good story. But uh, a fun weekend in the NFL. Well, Packers got a win. Brady comes back. 
busts out a win. We see the Pittsburgh Steelers um, continue their undefeated streak. Low football IQ. Mike McCarthy gets the week off to try to. He needs it. And he still had a lot. But also a big comeback. Alex Smith making his first start in two years Uh, since his uh, catastrophic leg injury that almost ended his life with what a story what a story what i mean what a fucking they fell short at the end but he made a i mean they were down what 24 to 3 and a half and and they pushed it to 27 27 before detroit what a warrior this guy is man just like alex smith if you're watching which you probably are because we're you know big with nfl superstars you sir are a straight badass talk about i mean just the shit dude had to overcome Mm -hmm. to come back the fact that he had that nasty of an injury almost lost his life i mean you know nobody thinks about oh dude almost lost his life from a football industry injury you don't think of it you know you don't like last time you know uh, somebody hurting their neck real bad, you know, like a paralyzed. I don't know, the only guy that comes to mind with paralyzed, like Dennis Bird back yeah. in like you know, ninety one or whatever. Right. Good mm-hmm. for, um, good for, for good for Alex Smith. So uh, we uh, had some news also uh, talking oh, and, about. And by the way, the the kid from the Giants didn't trip over his own feet on the big touchdown good. run. Good so for he him. got to redeem <laughs> himself. Daniel good. Jones. Daniel yeah. Jones. He did. He had uh, actually two run-ins, but one got called back as a holding. But yeah, that's not his fault. Daniel he made Jones. it to the end zone without Didn't tripping trip. over his old Daddy feet. Because uh, he's got Bielema coaching him, old Zippy. So here's God. a girl who tripped over her own feet. Quinn, uh, oh. interesting weekend in WWE. Um, some some interesting timing yeah. in a few happenings. Yeah. Talk to us. Well, of course, the the big story that probably blew up on everybody's search engine was Zelina Vega being released from the WWE. And uh, it was a big surprise to a lot of people. She was generating a lot of noise on the internet with all of her uh, online presence on the the Twitch and the cameos and stuff like that. And we had talked before about how the WWE wanted to shut that down. They didn't want them using their in-ring personas to make mother third, mother third party um, likeness third party. What would it be guys? What would you call it? Third party, it's third party revenue, third party revenue, third party okay. revenue, third yeah. party apps, whatever you, it's third party. Yeah. And so there it's was a big source of income. Yeah. So there was a big to do about that. She ended up getting let go after she got let go. She, uh, posted that she was in favor of unions, which has been kind of a real touchy itch issue. Uh, get it out in the wrestling world. So guys, your, your thoughts on Zelina Vega being let go. So I think here's, here's my thoughts on this. And it's, it's interesting because, you know, there's been similar discussions in the world of bodybuilding and fitness, right? And it's difficult because, you know, obviously WWE is set up as the independent contractor thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Athletes come and go quite regularly for a myriad of reasons, whether it be popularity, injuries, storyline changes. Um, The people come and go very, very quickly. Um, You're just a spoke on the wheel. It's going to keep spinning. Just a spoke on the wheel. Mm -hmm. It's going to keep on spinning. That's from your favorite wrestler, CM Punk. And at the end of the day... The wrestlers get into and look, and I'm not saying you can't come together and and accept things the way they are and never try to make positive changes. But when you get into a business knowing this is the this way is it is, this yeah. is the business, this is the way it is, this is the way it's always been, and Vince is still in charge. And you're like one person trying to make these waves. It's like, well, you know, you want to, uh, you want to start a fire. Expect to get stomped out. Well, and the thing we always or go Jesse back Ventura. to is 
that there's a line of people two miles long waiting, waiting to take anybody's space or spot, sorry, who acts up, gets out of line, does some bad stuff online that people see, whatever it might be, you're out of there, have you replaced. And, and especially now, since, I mean, quite honestly, they've shown that they're taking people from other walks of life, whether it be the fitness industry, uh, college sports, you know, whatever it might be. And they can turn them into wrestlers. Turn them into wrestlers. We've we've talked about that at length, whether or not, it's successful, I think, is still up for debate. But the fact is that, you know, no offense, Zelina Vega, but I can go down to the Arnold and have her replaced with like 10 other girls in about 15 minutes. There are a uh, just a plethora of very attractive, very fit, and very athletic, athletic. Yes. women out there in the fitness industry. And, and look, Triple H is known to come to the Arnold Classic mm-hmm. to look for potential talent. Alexa Bliss was a former bikini competitor. Um, Dana, Dana Brooke. I mean, Man, you go down the list. Yeah, I mean, I mean um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, a number of competitors. Trish Stratish. I mean, there's a mm-hmm. number of the women who have been stars that have either come from fitness or athletic backgrounds. Look, you can go to – you could probably – pick any D one sprinter or something like that, or yeah. a gymnast or something like that. And that aside, like I said, the, the desire to get into the WWE exactly. is so great that unless you're some sort of mega, mega superstar who, and even at that point, you know, you're not bigger than the business, you know, right. and that's one thing that we talk about in bodybuilding and fitness is nobody is bigger than the business. Nobody's bigger than the Arnold. Nobody's bigger than the Olympia. You have an entire business. And, um, and I think people have to be careful. It's like, look, he, look at the end of the day, whether you like it or whether or not Vince is cutting the paychecks and that's how it's going to be probably for a little while yet until dude, that dude's look, he's not, he's not a guy who's going to walk away until he physically can't do it anymore. You know, Joe Weider used to be, come to the Olympia and they would have to help him out on stage or the walker. And, 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 and he, he was, he was there till the very end, you yeah. know, just because that's, you know, that was his baby. That's what he started. And look, if they think Vince is going to be any different, look, there's not going to come a day where Vince decides he's going to walk away and retire and go sit on a beach. He'd be there already. He's what? 71, 72, 75, yep. 75. There you go. Dude, 75. Yeah, and he's still seven days a week. He's still, <laughs> you know, he's still out there plugging it. That's you all sleep he, when you're dead. That's all he knows. Yeah. And, uh, but interesting question. So when we were talking about this, uh, last night, Dobber and I, when we were out watching uh, the game, he had said that he heard somewhere that, um, Zelina's comment about unionization actually came after yep. she was released. Yep, she was the released. initial reports were, she made a comment about unionization and coincidentally, 10 minutes later yeah. she was released and that's why this is a news story. She the the yeah. big story isn't I don't think that yeah, she, but she was, was still rather involved in storylines. It's kind of odd out of the all of a sudden out of nowhere gets released. Yeah, it isn't like she was somebody who yeah, was she, who was she wasn't released. sitting at home. She didn't get these like, are discussions. You know, she like might that. have gone to Vince and said, "Hey, or made us think yeah. about the Twitch and whatever." Yeah, the Twitch and the camera. And again, yeah, there yeah. look something is and I know, look, and I know people who get really, really worked up about, you know, Vince, you know, ruling with the iron fist over these, uh, the athletes ability to make money elsewhere. And I 
Get it from both sides. Absolutely. Look, we should have opportunities when we're not wrestling to make our own money. But I will. I'm going to keep coming back to the. You're not making money as uh, her, her real name. You're no. You're not Let's making. See, we money. don't even know it. You're not making money as Thea Megan Trinidad Bugden. Bugden. You're not making money. Go go put your name out on Twitch as Thea Megan Trinidad Bugden. And, and see what and happens. And see what happens. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna go watch Thea Budgeon. Nobody's gonna do that. You're well, putting it out there, especially out on Zelina Vega. Look, yeah. you're look WWE. Here's what I think, and I've said this before. I think that WWE at some point will realize that these platforms like Twitch and Twitch is a tricky one, but like Cameo especially. I think it would be great for WWE to have their own shout out, whatever. That and then pay the wrestlers pennies on the dollar. No, but to it. give a fair kickback to the wrestlers, even like a look, a fair kickback. <laughs> but they would do that. Look, if you could get a shout out from, and, and the way that they could do that is you could get a shout out from the character, always in character, dude. Like yep. Martin Cove right now. And I Cobra showed you guys Kai, yeah. that Cobra Kai, one of the promoters, Patrick Sampson, a guy I do some MC work for great guy out of Las Vegas. You know, but people were kind of down and out about COVID and, and for one of his shows, he got Martin Cove to do a cameo and it was, it was epic. It's peak week competitions coming up Saturday. Don't show your competitors any mercy. He was totally in character. And I think if, I think that, look, there's also gotta be a concern for cameo that these people are, these actor, these uh, athletes are going to go out of character for their cameo. Now you'd think that the the athletes, the wrestlers, would realize that they have to stick within the boundaries of, of you know their WWE characters. But again, there's a lot of tricky ins and outs. That's where I think there's the hypocrisy of that. They want them to do the cameo or do the twitch, but yet they're they'll gladly show a documentary on WWE that totally destroys their character because it shows them behind the scenes like with the undertaker where he was so guarded with it oh since he's done we're gonna do that but he agreed he he had the can what are you talking about you drunk bastard the undertaker had his own yeah i okay for it's called the last ride where he's talking about the ins and outs of his entire he had yeah but he had the film crew following him the last ride that was his film crew following him that wasn't the w that was wwe wwe does not allow anyone that's under contract with a themselves. separate camera. Right, but they yeah, have, they've, they've done it oh, with like ESPN. Undertaker, had like E60, uh, just do it. I was under Vince's the impression that that was the Undertaker. News. Undertaker no, no, allowed no, no, Vince no, no, no. to let those guys yeah. follow him. Oh, okay, okay. so that's how it Because he, he even said he's like I said no a couple times before they finally started doing yeah. it. Okay, and now so but they waited till he was pretty much done to do this. And now I look. I think the last ride. Look, he can still be the character, and it, I think it just – for me, it's super interesting because you get to see the other side of him. I don't yeah. think the last well, ride – the other shows. I understand yeah. what you're saying. I don't think the last ride ruined his character at all because he did play that you know, with an iron well, fist for so Alexa many years. Alexa Bliss is supposed to be under the tutelage of the Firefly, Firefly Funhouse. She just got engaged, and it's all yeah. over Instagram for free. Well, and she's doing her own separate podcast that she does where she has guests on and stuff. So it's like, see, here's a problem I have, and I was mm-hmm. talking to Diamond Dave about this earlier, is wrestling doesn't have the separation that TV and movies have. If if you have if you want Daryl from The Walking Dead to do your cameo, he's probably not going to come out and say, hey, this is Daryl. He's going to say, hey, this is Norman Reedus or, Hey, this is Andy Lincoln, you know, and they're famous for being, for playing that character, but yet they're famous for being Norman Reedus or Andy Lincoln. You know who they are. Whereas with wrestlers, there's kind of that gray area where it's like, this isn't, 
Thea, Megan, Trinidad. It, no, that's Zelina Vega, and you, you don't know the char- the person playing the role. You bring up a really interesting point. You know? Funny enough, you know, I watch. I'm a huge Karate Kid fan, and Sean Kanan, who played who me, Sean Kanan, who played Mike Barnes in Part Three. When you request his autograph, he will sign. He'll he, he sells like autographed eight by tens, posters, all this Karate Kid memorabilia. Instagram has been great to him, mm-hmm. especially with the revival of the Karate Kid. I've chit chatted briefly with Sean on Instagram. Super super fucking cool guy, but he'll sign his autographs. Sean Kane and Mike Barnes. Now he's signing posters from Karate Kid Three, but he'll sign both. But you bring up a, you know, that's a really good point. Like when you get an autograph from an actor, an actor never signs the character's name. You could get a Walking Hunt. You could that? get a Walking Dead poster from Norman Reedus, and he's always going to sign Norman Norman Reedus. And there's very uh, much Terry Hulk Hogan. There's very the much that you're an actor and you play multiple roles and i think that's the difference as an actor you play multiple roles you do all these different things like would i like to have jean-claude van damme sign a poster as frank dukes no you know like i I don't want that you know i would it'd be one of a kind pretty badass well frank duke signed that actually jean-claude signed it as frank duke guy who so it's a one-off andy misspelled dukes it's even (laughs) it's even better but you know what i'm saying you you don't have it like ducks dukes like put up your dukes um but you know what i'm saying like you don't have actors sign that so the the wwe is so unique in so many regards it it really is unique and it makes all these discussions about who's getting paid, who's getting the money, who's doing all this stuff, uh, very, very difficult. And I absolutely see the athlete side of it where, look, they should have the opportunity to earn their own money. But I do see Vince's side of it like, go out and earn your own money as Thea, Megan, Trinidad, Bustin, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah but mean, at the same time, he brought in Hulk Hogan after he did Rocky Three. So he was able to bring more eyeballs on it because he's presenting a star nationally that you saw in a mul- in a motion picture. Let's not use Hulk Hogan yeah, as Hulk an Hogan's example kind of, for any of I this. Mean, I get what you're saying. He's literally no, the top guy ever, and yeah. he came well, through yes, no, in a no. completely different time. Yeah, different time, but he still was able to bring the social media. Audience. Social media has really, really. I don't want to say, and, and it's upended a lot of things with wrestling as far as yeah. character it's, development. It's going to like come that. to a head, and I think it's going to be very messy. Social media, look, social that's media. That's why you'd be like MJF. So, as much as I hate AEW, MJF is MJF all the time on all his, the time. Okay, on his look, social, social media. There on isn't his an industry that social media has upended more than the bodybuilding and fitness industry. You want to talk about industry that's <laughs> been like upended. You know, I mean, the, the fitness industry has been completely flipped on its ass by social media and it's a continual involvement and it's going to be the same thing for wwe it is going to be a continual involvement because a couple of years ago who would have oh cameo what like i, I pay for a shout out uh, what and now it's like a huge thing yep. and then even dude if you would have told me Two, three, five years ago. I still have a hard time believing it now that Twitch is a thing. Wait, wait, wait. They, they pay money to watch people game. Game? Play like, video? what? That's the biggest thing. Like, I'm how is... Well, uh, they're not exactly always watching the video games, especially on some of the ladies, let's be honest. You're an 
indecent man. Um, but I'm no, not picking up their tops. So um, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, now, now unionization goes uh, further than just these few specific instances where we've talked about the opportunities for these athletes to make monies. But at the end of the day, monies, um, monies make monies. <laughs> um, at the end of the day, when we start talking about unions and we start, start talking about fair pay, guaranteed pay, benefits, things like that. I just don't know that that's something that you're ever going to see in WWE. You might see that sooner you than you think. You almost wonder if it wouldn't make things easier, though, wouldn't it? If they just said, all right, fine, fuck it, you work for us. God, there's my one Effenheimer of the show. You're if right. they would have just said, hey, that's you work for us, you're under contract with us, this is how it is, here's your insurance, here's your 401k, here's your medical, blah, 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 and then go from there. And then you can make the rules. Medical but, is but, difficult you know, in doing fields. The, doing the independent contractor thing, it's like, yeah, yeah. you are. Are, but you aren't and it's yes. like it's very great but andrew you know, wang is going to be making some waves before vince is dead yang and i'm andrew wang yang did i say wang yeah you said wang andrew yang is a man on a mission no relation. to take out vince with this independent con independent contractor stuff he he is pro athlete good luck well because you you look at it this way too they basically decide who's making the money i mean they pick and choose point now especially with no crowds that's a whole nother topic because we talked about that like you said with becky lynch when she turned heel but the crowd loved it and were clamoring for it so then they started buying her merch well now that she's being pushed as as a face they did that they probably did that with like daniel bryan when they made him be part of uh, the Wyatt family. Oh yeah, and like he probably took a dip because oh he's a heel. I don't want to buy his merch. Well, then all of a sudden he becomes a good guy again. So then he gets that spike in yeah. merch sales that he gets that cut of his pay. Because Ryback had a whole big thing about that too. But he's yeah. a crazy. Yeah, you go, but, yeah. but you know, here's the other thing so that we, that we talked about, guys, and the, and the whole reason for Zelina Vega going on and doing Twitch and doing cameo. Let, let's actually think about it. You know, it isn't. I think there's a misconception that getting signed to the WWE is like getting a lottery ticket and you don't ever have to worry about money again and you're going to be loaded. First off, you're going to lose anywhere from 36 to 40% of your money right off the top in taxes. That's and that's not including you know how they work with different states you get paid in and that you're wrestling in and you pay the taxes there etc. So right off the bat you're losing that. Then you have all your travel expenses, trying to stay in shape. A number of those guys look like they're in bodybuilder shape. 365 days yeah. out of the year, yeah. you know, that ain't cheap to do the traveling, the hotel rooms, the cars. Oh, you're a big dude. You're not going to want to stay in coach. You're going to want first class. And you know, the money just keeps getting pecked away and pecked away and pecked away. And I totally get why somebody like Zelina Vega is like, you know what? Now that I've made a name for myself in the last you know three to five you years, take advantage. now I can go on these, on these, uh, these third party platforms, make a good amount of money, not beat myself up, not be on the road. I mean, it's I, not I totally her, get it's it. Not her, it's not her name. It's not her name. No, I, I get yeah, that. But she's going to have she, the recognition. Yeah. It's not. It's as one. Look, as a fitness industry person who goes out, look, if, if Dexter Jackson wanted to go on Twitch, he made his name as his own individual I, I agree with and you, competes. Yeah. 
in an organization that allows that. These are not people going out and making their own name. WWE is making them popular. No, I, and they I'm get brought in to and not they, use her name. they give them new names and turn them into superstars. We, yeah, yeah, they I understand. Yeah, yeah, we, we get I agree with you. Part. Right, but the like, I, I just, I'm. But see, I'm just saying now that she's known, she can go yes. as her real name, and people are going to know who she is. Then they should siphon money from any wrestler that goes from WWE to like Impact or stuff like that. Once, no, they gone. made their name in yeah, WWE, but, once but now you're, they're going once to you're Impact. Gone. They're going yeah, to I mean, well, okay, well, here's an option. How much money are you making on Twitch? How much money are you making on this? And if you leave WWE and still do it, you can't even use the name because I'm guessing yeah, she, can, she, she can say formally as or to go use his real name now. Yeah. Miro. Miro. But just, but just like that, like any, so, uh, like, how's, uh, how's, uh, how's uh, uh, Ryback and Rusev doing these days, by the way? Well, Ryback has, Ryback uh, does his own thing yeah. with his podcast and whatnot. He's he got a podcast. Mine. He's got, he's got yeah, a supplement he's, he's line. Supplement he's been doing some with, stuff with, uh, with yeah, Austin Aries. Good. I see he started a supplement line. Shocking. I've never seen it anywhere. Stay tuned for the Bad Medicine Podcast supplement, supplement line, line brought yeah, to you by no. Pop Murphy's I just, look, I, <laughs> I, I, I think that it is my hope that the WWE, and whether it be with Vince, which I doubt it will be, or with Triple H, sits down and said, there is a new demand from our fans for interactions with our superstars. And the longer we deny that, the more point. there is going to be turbulence. Let's offer platforms, whether it's look, even like I get like the fans, if they split it, let's uh, split it flat out. People are like, why the fuck should I give Vince 50% of my money for Twitch? Anything less than 50, 50 for the athletes would be just a kick in the kick in the dick or the vagina, whatever you want to say it. Anything less than that is, is insulting. Mm -hmm. But, and even for, even for cameo, I really think that WWE should have their own cameo service. I mean, the NFL could have their own cameo service and work it out through the Players Association. I'm sure all these associations could have that, and I think it would do really well. Vince could be like, oh, you're going to do your shout-out in character. But I think that the WWE needs to realize that going – and look, this is social media era. It's like – People want to, they want to follow you every single day, know what's going on, your Instagram stories, everything that's going on. So to have a product, you know, if you're on raw, you're what on TV once a week and a pay-per-view every six weeks, you got fans that you You got a couple of minutes. Yeah. You got fans who want to follow you every single day. And so there should be a platform for these. These should be a platform for these superstars to earn more money and to utilize social media. Media, utilize these platforms and fuck man if the wwe make more money for everybody if the wwe was more forward thinking they could come up with something the fact that the wwe doesn't have their own version of cameo right that now is shocking blows That's my shocking mind to me that they have because they're, that. they're they're gonna you're gonna tell the athletes you can't make money doing this when you're leaving money off the table mm-hmm. imagine yep. a wwe cameo you pay for a shout out from these people they do it in character no curse words whatever you can do happy birthday you know have parameters for what they can do obviously it's gonna be more to have randy orton do it than you know, Kevin Owens, but know. who sets that parameter then? Well, yeah. Why does Randy get 
to charge five hundred dollars, and I only get to charge fifty. Look, Vince, because Randy gets paid that. more for pay per view. We, well, we, we understand that, and that's the thing too. Is yeah. like they rip on her for saying about the unionization because it's only her. But yet, you you never hear that from the top guys because they make so much money they don't need to go on. They Twitch. don't need. The they don't need money. to do any of but that. Here's, yeah. But here's because the all thing. their stuff is like you said is taken. Okay, care of but the here's the class. thing: who's yeah. who's saying that a W because you're in the WWE? You know, granted, you have crazy travel schedules. So this is the one thing I will say: like if you're in the wwe and you you'll quinn you have better insight to this if you're somebody like her zelena vega can you have another job that would I mean, like fly, would um, you have the time yeah. not can you would you have the time to have another job absolutely not no that's why you do it like yeah. a twitch or a cameo yeah. okay so if you have no time to do another job then it's on the wwe to to figure something out because mm-hmm. if you don't have another form of income you know like i i god the discussion got brought up again the other day the wnba oh, it's not fair that the wnba makes money these women should <laughs> who's <laughs> bringing that up <laughs> oh god it was all over people it's not fair this this player only makes look if you're a wnba Ooh, superstar you probably have to have a second job. Oh, just ask, that's, that's, ask the people saying well, that actually, what the last if WNBA you're a, you game can, they if went you're to. A w- well, that's, that's a thing. That's why they all play over in Europe, and then they sign exclusive contracts over there because they'll make millions over there versus they have a cap at, like, what, 750000 a year. So the best players Guy, over in WNBA, that's it. Making, most of those <laughs> but when they go over to Europe, they make they make multi-million the average, dollars. I think the average they WNBA salary. Yeah, what's, what's the average WNBA salary? salary but if they that's why a lot of them weren't playing in the WNBA because they would play in Europe and then when they signed those contracts they're uh, told the the average, I, I, I take, I take this back the average the average WNBA salary is $100,658 so um, average NBA salary is seven point seven million, but so the average is a hundred thousand dollars. But the WNBA but also gets money from the NBA, as right? Well. But what I'm saying is, so like, if, but contracts. if you're living in LA making a hundred grand, yeah, you're, you're not doing, yeah. 70, you're not 70, doing so hot, and you're only getting again. I think so it's the important point to bring that, up the taxes. point that I'm trying to bring up from all this is that mm-hmm. there are certain careers where people think like if you're working here, that's all you have to do for work, yep. and you don't need to do anything else. Look, if you're a WNBA player making a hundred grand a year that's great but if you, you might have a an off-season job of being a basketball coach or working at starbucks or you bartending got, yeah, or got, whatever you gotta hope you and have the question is with wwe is if you're on tv once a week should that be something that you consider as this needs this is my only source of income now clearly yep. if travel requirements and everything like that prevent you from having another job then this creates a whole new discussion because it's like look i'm working for you and because I'm working for you, I can't do anything else. <laughs> you know, but um, like I said, I, I I understand both sides of the argument. Um, and the the thing that blows me away, and I mean really blows me away, is that for as big of a company as WWE is, they haven't found a way to monetize mm-hmm. these things. Well, and maybe that's why. Hey, they're a huge company. It's probably well. I would say maybe not in WWE because Vince ultimately makes a final decision. But you know how it is, like with big companies, they can't do anything fast. Oh, we've got to have a meeting. We have a board. Are we being socially conscious? I you think, think are we doing young, this? So with how young hands. and out of college the most problem, of their writers are, you think the one only, of them would have suggested the only thing now? that I yeah. the only issue yes, I see with the cameo is with, with cameo with WWE is I could see some of the guys be like, I don't want to do it. You know, like let's say, I mean, they, I mean, but you could put a restriction on it. You could be like, oh, you there's only you know a limit of one per day. So you're, I mean, but somebody like Randy Orton could be booked out. 
you know, yeah, he's uh, doing one on the way to the ring. He could be booked out a year, but then again, if he's getting paid 200 bucks a pop, I mean, look. And he could also say it's going to be for 15 seconds. Let's say Randy gets $200 a pop, okay? Times 10 days is two grand, times 30 days, six extra grand. So a month, you're talking 70 extra grand to do a, a, a three minute video on his phone. Hey, just pick up your phone, do a quick three minute, or not three minutes, seconds, just a quick yeah. like 30 second video. So I think you might get superstars who like the WWE wants to make available, but maybe they have a limit or something like that. But again, the fact that WWE doesn't have something worked out is crazy. But um, well, you know, speaking of you we'll being see. blown away, I I heard this uh, new thing from BMW Quinn that you were quite excited about. Oh my god! Segue with this guy. Yes, the big news from our friends Dave, over in uh, Germany. You guys got fucking two minutes. Well, we can talk real quick. Five, go five. Oh, we're, we're running hot yeah. tonight. So BMW, our friends in Germany, have come up with a wingsuit that'll let you fly like all your favorite childish Marvel characters. Uh, so I've so there we've seen videos of the jet guy, right? This guy that literally has like. Jet wings, he straps to his yep. back and has a turbine. And uh, production costs, incredibly expensive. They had this dude at AA a few years ago. Yep. And essentially, hes I don't think he's really flying around like vertically and down. Yeah, and it's stuff. more so it's, it's just extending, extending how far he can yeah, fall. Yeah, and he's got a jetpack on his back. Yeah. So we've seen that before. This is something completely different. Um what we see from these videos, show the video and- what we see from the videos from BMW is it looks almost like a, it doesn't look, it's not a turbine. Um, nope. and because it's right up to their body, there wouldn't be any way to do a turbine with, with heat restrictions yeah, like, and things like yeah, that. It's like little, uh, it looks like two jets, high yeah. powered uh, fans that are pushing. Now you're still doing a wingsuit and you're still dropping down for the most part until, <laughs> They hit this thing, and look at that. Yep. All of a sudden, you can uh, uh, you can hit speeds of 186.5 miles an hour. I mean, they're That's pretty they're, insane. They're yeah. literally look. He's flying. He's flying vertical. Now, Quinn, does it say how much power? These things uh, it, have. It, it didn't the the time was pretty limited it was oh gosh i, I don't have it here. it was like a, 15 minutes or so yeah, you only need a few that. minutes of this is seems yep. like some yeah. sort of an adrenaline two, two minutes of that and I, yeah. I would be like i'm good this is awesome yeah so it, we're it, we're excited to see what um yeah, what the, comes from bmw out of it, this and it and, produces 20 horsepower and only weighs 12 kilograms yeah i mean so it's 2. something 2. that's yeah what's 12 kilograms is what 20 yeah, what, pounds 24 or so. 20 pounds yeah yeah so it straps onto your stomach you got it look you got to jump out of a plane still you're wearing a wingsuit you're flying you have to have uh, obviously the the lay of the land in order to be able to fly and stuff like that mm-hmm. this isn't something like skydiving where you jump out of a plane and you fall straight down Skin, you pull your yeah. parachute and whatever yeah um, this is significantly more involved i'm guessing they're not going to be selling wind suits and propellers to everybody but it is incredibly cool technology and i look i have to imagine that this stuff started with the military somewhere oh, I so and i got i'm wondering if <laughs> point break probably, too look i'm i'm guessing like when you when i see shit like this i'm like i'm thinking like that the fucking seals have had this shit already for 10 years Back you know what 70s. i'm saying <laughs> like oh we, we can't fly a plane over because it'll be on radar but we need you 
over there. And so you can't fly a plane over and have somebody drop out and jump up. So you have a team of fucking dudes jump out, fly in <laughs> under radar like that. So they should, when I said that was the first thing I thought when I saw yeah. this, I'm like, this is some military shit turned civilian, but really cool stuff. Something that I think a lot of adrenaline junkies. Wait a minute. Did you guys discuss what is actually making it do that? I know you guys said a turbine, but like, is there, it's not, it's not, it's, not yeah, a, it's electric, uh, it's, it's electric powered turbine. Yeah. That produces the, the, the it's like 20 horsepower. Just for the audio version. Cause I know yeah, the audio, yeah, we just showed a clip without yeah, really so, describing yeah. it. The guy with the jet pack has actual wings. And yeah, so in a full it's a wing full wingsuit mm-hmm. with the actual, transformers with the actual turbine. The there's not the heat issues with the way this yeah. sits under your stomach and under the suit. Um, I'm guessing there's more lift having it being actually under the yeah. suit, but clearly heat issues would be a major issue from having an actual turbine gas powered turbine engine. Yeah. But nevertheless, really cool technology. That reminded me of Transformers yeah. that one scene yeah. where they dove down to Chicago. We got time to fin- finish off with our last story here, Dave. Tonight, sure. We're gonna hit this final story here tonight, and um, we really this is something we really wanted to talk about because I think it hit home for a lot of people. Um, as so many people know, Alex Trebek, um, after serving a multi-decade tenure on Jeopardy, has passed away from pancreatic cancer. Now, pancreatic cancer, one of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And it's my understanding that people who get pancreatic cancer generally don't live much longer than four to six months. Uh, and Depending I, on the stage. I actually believe... Patrick Swayze, I thought, had pancreatic cancer. Um, Alex Trebek announces cancer early. Um, and I think he made it about two years or so with cancer. Um, continued the show as much as he possibly could. Um, and th- this is a guy who just, you know, was on TV for for decades, right in prime time, and everybody knew his name, and he was Jeopardy. And yeah, he's um, the guy. And so many tributes to him came out. And I don't know that another game show host or, or something like that is ever going to receive as much love. I, you know, nothing against Pat Sajak from Wheel of Fortune, but I just think Bob Barker. Uh, yeah, Bob Barker. I suppose Bob Barker was, you know, but Alex Trebek was just, um, you know, he was just a phenomenal guy and, and people just Richard loved Dawson. the guy. But of course, the question came up and, and and people are paying their respects and leaving tributes and stuff like that. But the question came up, who could replace him? And it's a very difficult question because he's such an iconic image and he was this show and surprising to me. And, and I know when, when, when people first hear this, they're going to be like, yes. And so I, I, if you had asked me a week ago when we heard he had passed, who's going to replace him? I'd have been like, I don't know. And you probably could have listed off 100 people, and I probably would have been like, no, 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 no. Apparently, the internet has requested LeVar Burton um, from, of course, Reading Reading Rainbow, Rainbow. and after that, Star Star Trek, Trek, The Next Next Generation. Generation. Um, And uh, today reported, you know, that uh, LeVar Burton had, inspired and helped educate um, generations of people as well um, through his educational program reading rainbow uh, LeVar Burton is is as loved as a celebrity as you're going to find and uh, honestly I don't think that there has been a more perfect replacement for any you know famous t- 
TV personality or game show host or anything than LeVar Burton would be for Alex Trebek. Um, you know, Drew Carey seems like a real nice guy, but to me, That's no he Barker, still doesn't you know. fit in, in the prices. Right. He does a great yeah. job. Love Drew Carey, but it's just, it's just not it. And, um, for as much as Alex Trebek is completely, uh, irreplaceable, I absolutely love the fact uh, that LeVar Burton's name got brought up. In fact, there's people putting petitions out there. Um, LeVar Burton's response has been um, exactly what you would expect from LeVar Burton. He says, you know what, if I, if, I think he's, if he gets the opportunity, he's going to take it. Um, but if not, he said he wanted to let his fans know that he was very thankful that they thought of him. And of course, in, in the class, like the class act that he is, he came right out and said that, you know, at this time he wanted the focus to be more, um, Alex Trebek and his, in his family. So he didn't want to get too much into it, but, um, for as tragic as Alex loss is, um, I think it would be a, just an incredible way to honor him to have LeVar Burton take over his show. And it's interesting that people are, and even me, like, like, God, it's almost, it's weird. Like you almost get a little bit emotional talking about a game show host, but when it's somebody that you've watched for, for decades and decades, and he was, he was such a cool guy and he had a great sense of humor and great wit. And of course the Saturday night live skits, um, oh, he's going to be classic. Yeah, the Saturday pretty, night live skits with Will Ferrell and, and Connery yeah. and, and, uh, you Burt know, Reynolds. And Burt Reynolds, <laughs> you yeah. know, that's Turn, a funny hat. Turn Ferguson. Ferguson. I mean, yeah. uh, everybody knows that. Just iconic. So uh, we just wanted to finish off the episode with that. I mean, it obviously sad news that Alex Trebek has passed, but the, the 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 this new like light and new energy that we could possibly bring to Jeopardy, having LeVar Burton as the host. Now I understand that they have Jeopardy shot. Um, all the way through five episodes. Yeah, all the way through December, as I understand. Um, so um, the producers have some time to make the decisions. Obviously, Lamar has some time to make the decisions, but I, I think that would be a, a great fit. And again, for as difficult as it is, it is to replace him, and, and you're never going to replace a, a person like that. Man, wouldn't it just be great to see LeVar Burton uh, they, take over that I tell you, they, they better not throw Ryan Seacrest in there. Oh, God. Please. They put, they they put that guy not. in everything. Please, Jeopardy. So, you, you know, they, so after they would say the final answer, he'd be like, yeah. Seacrest out. The only the, the only <laughs> thing I would say about LeVar Burton that might be, he is, I believe, 63 years old. Um, so if they bring him in, you know, he's, he's not going to be somebody who does it for 30 years like Alex Trebek. But I don't think right now that that's, I don't think that's what they need to do right now. Because let's say LeVar Burton does it for you know five or seven years and then they get a new host it's a different feel because people are still again it's weird to say people are mourning you know a a game show host but they really really are and I think uh, I think you couldn't bring in a more perfect person than LeVar Burton and from that standpoint you don't want to be the guy that replaces the legend you want to be the guy that replaced the guy who replaced the legend legend. so So, um, tough you could go from Favre to Rogers with that or Montana to Young tough act to follow pulled off twice (laughs) tough act to follow um, but um, but I will say that uh, um, I, I think it would be, I think it would be fantastic, but, uh, that's, that's that story. And, um, yeah. Yeah, and if you, know, you guys we'll, we'll have any thoughts of who you might like to see, if not LeVar Burton, who would you like to see? Go ahead and 
drop us a comment. We love reading them. We do read every single one of them for those of you wondering. We do. And uh, these guys are able to to comment on it. I haven't figured it out yet. But uh, when you're doing that, make sure you give us a like, bang a that bell, and smash that subscribe button. really helps us out. So there you have it. Oh, so better this time. Yeah, a little bit better. A little smooth. You stayed Quinn's, on the rails. Quinn's getting so. For Diamond Dave Damone, the man of 5,210 poses, He's the no. Appleton Oak, Mason Quinn, I am Course of the Answer. Salute to you, Uncle Dwayne. We'll see you on the other side. Good night now. Utah, give me two. Back to the PS5.